Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Lekkonen just off the bench. Quickly ahead. Now some Kadri inside the circle. Kadri! Where's the puck? How did that not go in? It did. It did go in. It did? It did. We it won. did. <sighs> he scores! Nazem Kadri! Yeah. The Kadri man can! <laughs> I didn't see it, but they did! <laughs> That's our boy. They did! <laughs> Uh, how did not go in? I, uh, Where's the puck? I don't. I don't just, you're there. <laughs> how did that not go in? Well, weird one. No one saw it. Guys were on the ice beside the net. Didn't Vasilevsky's see it. Vasilevsky's looking for it in his gear. Broadcasters in the building. The fans, although they probably, it's one of the, even if they saw it, they'd be a little. Hmm. It's one of the down ice defensemen. Hey, hey, what? Bone Byram. I see it clearly. It did. <laughs> it's in. Bone Byram was. Uh, now, when did he change onto the ice? Yeah, yeah. Oh, controversy. Oh, yeah. man. This, uh, what did I read this morning? This is going to be m- game four will be marred with controversy. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, uh, is it a controversial gold stand? Yep. Do we ever have any controversy with officials in NHL games in overtime? Yeah. 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 Is there ever things that, you know, like an interference call between Tampa and Toronto in game seven that can swing a series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 These things happen. And I would guess yeah. if you were a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning, you're a little more emphatic about it today. There were too many men on the ice leading up to the game winning goal in overtime for the Colorado Avalanche last night. And, and that I think we can now all agree on. At the first time it was noted, we only had a frozen screenshot where McKinnon's standing at the bench, and you're like, okay, well, this doesn't help because no, he's deemed really. off the ice right now. Standing there, that he's it's it, the for screenshot everyone's got on the internet, it doesn't matter at all. That's not too many men. Plus, Bowen but, Byram's not even in the in the shot. And you're so, just taking yeah. the word for it that he's there. Well, but point being, when he's standing at the bench, he's deemed off the ice. That's not the problem. It's who came on for him and where was he then? Mm-hmm. That's where we determine whether it's too many men or not. No one, at least, I mean, for starters, we didn't even know if the puck was in. So that's okay. It's in now. Onside, offside. Okay, that that's good. All right, let's let's go to Denver. Book your ticket. And it wasn't until post-game when John Cooper had a very... Impassioned. I don't know what it was. Well, it was tactical. He's no dummy. It was, it was, it was yeah. Uh, I'll play it for you in a bit. It's, I, I've cut, I've cut it down. It twists it's, and turns a bit, doesn't still, it? Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. He's asked about the first period and he kind of... He just I starts really meandering about, about about the first. No, I don't. A, and then you know what a run we've it's had. A cap world we're in, and, and uh, some, you know, I'm a Canadian kid being lucky in the NHL. I had the tag they tell you the other night. What a league we yeah, live in. And unbelievable. My you know my brother broke his arm and 
missed track and field. My first car was a Trans Am. Really wanted to be a lawyer. And then finally at the end says uh, something to the effect of, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to talk. I can't talk. I'll talk. Can't talk. Won't talk. Can't. Uh, can't. You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal. Yeah. Oh. And I, my heart breaks for the players. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be available tomorrow. And then I think the networks, everybody starts scrambling. Well, what could it be? Go back. Offside? No, it looks onside. But Nazem Kadri comes off the bench well before Nathan McKinnon gets to the bench to come off on the line change. And it's Kadri who takes the pass from Arturi gets around the defense, goes in, and puts it in the top of the net. So Nice little return for Nazem, by the way. Yeah, decent. Like, if you want to impact it. We've seen some guys come back, and like, well, there's not a ton there. Like, Braden Point, games one, two, gets an assist on a goal. And like, he labored. Caddy, that's a nice little yeah. fingerprint on the game there, albeit an early change. 16 days post-surgery, 18 minutes, 42 seconds of ice in the game-winning goal. <laughs> and was good prior to that. He was... How's your dog? He was, yeah, not bad. So, I'll play it for you. It's Let's start here. Derek Lalonde is one of the assistant coaches for the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is his interview post-game on the bench with our buddy, Dave Randorf, on the TV broadcast, Bally Sports. So mm-hmm. Randorf uh, asking the questions of the TB assistant. They were able to get uh, an interesting change mm-hmm. for the game-winning goal. What did you see in the interesting change in OT? Yeah, it's probably not my spot, but it's going to get ugly. It, I mean, you're probably talking 50, 50 feet change. Obviously, Kadri changed for McKinnon. Uh, and you guys probably don't get the overhead like we did. Uh, I'll leave that up to Coop and the press now, but it's a pretty bad look. Unfortunately, we're on the bad end of it. All right. And, and that was the most detailed uh, explanation of the issue we got from any member of the Lightning at the time. Cooper sort of said, eh, see you tomorrow. Yeah, here is, uh, again, I don't know how many times we can play this, but for the uh, the sake of having it in, it in its entirety, for the most part, here is head coach John Cooper postgame. John, how disappointing was it to get out of that first period with just one goal, and did that push maybe take a little bit out of you as that game went on? Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I thought we had a really strong first. We had to lead. Um. You know, I love this league. It's uh, it's the greatest league in the world. The people that run it are amazing. Everything about it, it's it's like a dream come true for me, especially being a Canadian kid growing up and everything that's gone on. And a lot of times when you're, uh, you know, I've been part of some heartbreaking losses and, and defeats to, to teams that, that took us out and been with a group that just fights and fights and fights and they fought their way to to a third Stanley Cup final in a row. And in a cap era, when, when it's so damn hard and the r- rules are put against you because you know, the, the league wants parity. And I love that about the league. And that's what makes it tougher. And... Just, just watch this team, what they've gone through and the battling that's gone on. And, and we're all in this together, players, coaches, refs, everybody. But it just, it just this one's, this one's going to sting m- much more than others just because I think it was taken on 
it was potentially, I don't know. I, it's hard for me. This is going to be hard for me to speak. I'm going to have to speak. I'll speak with you tomorrow. You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal. And I, my heart breaks for the players because we probably still should be playing. I'll be available tomorrow. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, there's a lot there. He's meandering, as I said. Asked about the first period and gets, and gets in it. So, I mean, he's rattled, right? He, he's upset. Totally. There's nothing you can do at that point. It's been a while since they lost a series. This is, this is harder for that yeah. group than any other, I'd suggest. So I guess there's, if you're the head coach, there's different ways you can handle it. You can come out and do what Cooper did, was to be emotional but and try and keep your emotions in check, I guess. I'm not sure if if you were to ask him afterwards if that was exactly how he would have wanted to have, wanted to have done it. I don't know. Either way, he... I don't he, have any he, problem with it. I, Look, his, I'm a Canadian kid, and the boys, and my heart's breaking. And you don't have to like it, but there, there's, there's nothing egregious in there. No, it's, I just don't know. This, he's trying to rally his guys against something that was a bad break against them. Now, they've had a bunch of good breaks, and they lost 11 series, but his job is to get his troops to win three in a row against the Avs. That's a really tough task. It's soft. It's soft. Uh, who cares? If, I if mean, you're, soft, whatever. If you're, but I mean, like if, if his boys come out inspired and play great hockey, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how he's perceived. His job is to get this team to win the series. It's uphill. He's playing all the cards. My point being, you can come out and you can be ferocious and storm off. You can come out and just say the last, the goal was offside. If you look at it, it was offside, but there's nothing we can do now. Our backs again, or you can do what he, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know what he was doing. They, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you expect now from, from the officials or from the league. Are you going to get the benefit of the doubt from the officials? I'm not sure, but either way, these are two, it's, it's been a weird series because you've had two go to overtime and then two blowouts. Yeah. One each way. So really what you're talking about is a bounce here or there determining whether it's two, two or three, one or one, three. Yeah. And Colorado was swamped in the first period. Darcy Kemper, who was like, geez, do you go to Kemper? I'm not sure about Kemper. He was pretty good in that first period. Shots were 17 to 4. What, 7 1 at one point? Yeah, it, it was, was lopsided. I, I, I kind of went through it this morning. Uh, yeah, shots were 10 to 1. And by that point, he's already made some, some big stops. Mind you, it's already won nothing because the Sorelli rebound, where his helmet, his mask comes off. And made two to three saves prior to that. But uh, Paul goes in kind of off after a turnover. He's got a glove save on Stamkos. The, the headman goal that beats him, I, I guess, which way do you look at it? Bad goal or perfect goal off the post and in off a backhand there. Makes a save off of Ross Colton right at the end at the buzzer. It looked like the abs kind of quit playing and then Colton was alone in front of the net and he had to make a big save. So he was very good when he had to be. You take two goals when, through regulation? Yeah. Yeah, you would. And again, doesn't have to be a star. If you can allow only two, you've done your job for the Avs. They're going to score a lot more than that. And on the other side, the Avs got bounces. The Nathan McKinnon goal is off of his skate and in. The Cogliano goal. Spinning around and doesn't even know. Yeah, it doesn't know where him. it is. Hits his skate. That's for, hey, there is first goal of the series. Just the way you'd expect Nathan McKinnon to score one, too. Lowell. 
The second goal that they score is credited to Cogliano. It's Nico Sturm. He throws a backhander towards the net. It hits, hits him in the pants and then goes in. So a bit of a bounce there. And then obviously we've seen what happened in overtime. It's 3-1. This is, if the Tampa Bay Lightning can do it now, the greatest yeah, the, the, there you greatest go. collection of hockey players ever. It may not be the Islanders four, but if they can come back from this. Uh, I thought that they're, they're just so banged up now. There's so many guys on that Tampa side that aren't right. Obviously, Point isn't playing anymore. Chernak took that shot to the leg and then didn't play again. He got hit in the leg, what is it, right before the McKinnon goal. 425 into the second, went down, hobbled around, left the game, was on the bench, didn't play again. So they were down to 5D for the rest. Sergachev, 32 minutes and 50 seconds. Hedman, 30 minutes, one second. Ryan McDonough, 29-21. You go and look at the, for McDonough specifically, the McKinnon power play goal. He's down, he's trying to block shots, and he's on his, and then, the overtime goal that Kadri scores, he's he's in, he's stuck in mud. So he he's not right. We know that Nick Paul, his groin or, or his knee, Kucherov, Sorelli uh, got cut. It looked yeah, like left. there, right? Yeah. And and that's what we know that that they've got. Which is not to say Colorado isn't dealing with something, but they would seem to be the healthier of the two. Kadri comes back and gets a big goal for them. Well, and that would make sense given that it was seven games, four games, six games for Tampa along the way, and sweep, six, sweep yeah. for the Avs. The Avs had a lot of time. Like, Nazem Kadri, we hadn't seen in ages. He missed four games. That's it. I know. If he was a member of the Lightning, how many games he missed? Like, eight? <laughs> yeah, because he missed he missed before the surgery. So he's 16 days removed from the operation. 16, and he's only four games. Yeah. Like, that. that's how much downtime they had after the Edmonton series before Tampa. So while Tampa may have been in, quote, rhythm, they're just amassing dings and bumps and bruises and how many guys down the tunnel and back since yeah. since uh, the Oilers series was wrapped up by the Avs. Lots. And we talk about it. It's about the accumulating of body checks, finish your check, mm-hmm. bumps, grind, that sort of thing. And it's it's caught up to the Tampa Bay Lightning from the looks of it. Although if you'd are we were looking after one period of play. You felt like they were going to even this thing up. It's a homer series again. Tampa's been in a few of those. Uh, let's go. Best of three. This is going to be a fantastic finish. And it might still be. But well, yeah, it, it I mean, sure it, it almost felt like a concession speech of sorts from, from Cooper last night. And I think that's part of the rallying cry. He's trying to really beat you down before we build you up we know the odds are long we've been through a lot but here's the thing we never quit like it it, it wasn't well, there, there was none of that part the the tail end of that it was just it was a lot of the woe was me right Cooper and, and well I, I what i think happened was that he was made aware of that very very soon before speaking to the media moments prior and he wasn't a hundred percent confident and you could see kind of was like well i mean i think you'll yeah. see and i he didn't want to get into it because I don't think he was hundred percent confident yet. Like there wasn't a lot of time between. Like we didn't even know the puck was in for how long. Never mind before the bad change was discovered. So I think he's just playing his cards a little more carefully here. He doesn't want to come out and say something crazy and it not be true. But yeah, I think he probably got word from his video guys, his assistants, whatever it is that 
Yeah, that was a bogus change. Like McKinnon was for Kadri, and that's 20, 30, 40, 50 feet. That's not a good change. McKinnon at the bench is fine. It's where is Kadri? Where's McKinnon when Kadri's in the play? Mm -hmm. Where's Kadri onto the ice? Where's McKinnon? Watching this game last night, I said it, I brought up the other day. This is not a Cinderella, Dallas, or Montreal run. This is a heavyweight fight. These are two great teams going toe-to-toe. And it's not just the physical nature. It's the trading chances. It's big saves. It's opportunities. It's goalposts. You had Kucherov. Didn't know that Kucherov hit a goalpost. And then in overtime, the Avs had a pair of them before it finally went in. Hedman is just a beast. They showed that clip of him walking into the building game three as opposed to game four. I mean, it looked like he'd aged about five years <laughs> in two days. Just how I can't imagine. And Stamkos talked about it afterwards. Like, you guys think you know, but you don't know how hard this is. And yeah, these are not easy games. No. Regardless of how many you've played, they, they do start, it, we, guys start looking gray. You, you haven't slept like you should. You haven't been eating right. Your body's just, your body's starting to turn on you. Playing through pain. All but the man, time, yeah. watching, watching Tampa block shots and fall down, try and take lanes away and fight and fight and to see how banged up they were. And to Colorado's credit, they kept pressing. Keep going. Keep going. What a series it's been. And if it's over in, in two days' time, it probably won't be remembered as a close, tight, hard-fought series. Maybe it will, but usually you win in five games and it's a decided advantage for the cup winner. But with two overtime victories, both going to Colorado and how this has gone, it just feels like just a, a true battle between two of the best. And we've missed that. Yep. The, the like, I, I just, Colorado was favored for a reason. They have looked like a favored team despite two overtimes. They're at home. They've been, an, I just, if Tampa can somehow make this a series, to your point, they look a lot healthier. Kadri back, rather other teams losing guys. Yeah, like th- this feels like this would be the greatest achievement by a mile of any of the achievements for Tampa. And to be fair, it's it's a cruel sport that bounces you can't control, swing massive, massive outcomes. They've had a lot of bounces over the last eleven series. This might not be one where they do. And are you confident enough that you're going to throw your your mortgage on the line? You bet your house? Not me. No. no. You go, you go win a road game in Denver, and all of a sudden, where you've been so good at home. What was I read last? They're eight in a row. They they lost their first home game against the Leafs in round one. They won every single game since on Amelie Arena. The Cogliano goal, which again was Sturm off of his pants and in the first even strength goal Tampa Bay has allowed at home since, since game six against against Toronto in round one. Round one, they went two rounds without allowing an even strength goal at home. Wild. Nuts. So win a road Florida, game, dig the in. Rangers, and Colorado. Those are the three teams yeah. that for how many periods they didn't allow an even strength goal, that is wild. Like their ability to come home and just defend has saved them in so many series. Toronto for sure. Florida, it's a route. But absolutely in the Rangers, when they're down 2-0 coming home, they had to severely tighten it up, and they did. So find a way. Find a way to win a road game. Make it ugly, make it whatever. Then you come home and you feel pretty good, and then it's a coin flip, and the Avs have squandered a 3-1 lead. Now, a lot has to go their way. 
How healthy are they going to be? You got to think Chernak. That, that just looks like a broken leg. The way he went down, <laughs> he took that shot. Um, but this is this is this is what we let's go. Let hey, you know, perfect. Fight right to the finish. She's a beaut, Clark. She's a beaut. I was royally entertained last night. It's been a good series for league showcasing best on best in yeah. a way, right? You got a, someone flirting with a dynasty against, I think, the best built team in terms of this season right now. And, and like, enjoy it, Avs. There's a lot of significant parts that aren't there next year. Now, it's not, they're not going to be bad, but like, take the Chushkin and Kadri away. Where are they? Like, it's a very different looking forward group. Who's in net next year? I think they'll be able to replace sort of the big, strong third pair defenseman types, but the Chuskin had a sensational year, best of his career, UFA. Kadri, ditto, second line center, really balances the offense up front. See ya. Yeah, and Achushka was dynamite again last night. Twenty In overtime, what do you have? Like six minutes, four chances created all over everything. 24-45, four shots on net, a horse. And only last night, only 34 minutes and 43 seconds for Kale McCarr to lead all skaters. <laughs> 34-43, five shots. Helper on the first one for yeah, them. No big, no big deal. That's the other thing, too. Special teams have been a big part of this series. Tampa Bay has one power play goal through the four games. The Avs have six and a shorthanded goal. So that's not great. That That's, uh, that's going to hurt. But it's been tight. I'm excited for, uh, I might watch tomorrow. Mm, tune in? Yeah, I might yeah. watch. Might yeah. plant myself in front of the tube and watch this thing. How about that? Yeah. Uh, text line is open, so why didn't he challenge it? You can't challenge the launches. You can't challenge. You can challenge offside, or what is the puck in? Is there goaltender interference? That sort of thing. You can't challenge. It's a judgment call right. as to whether the line changes. Yeah, and you can't challenge just whatever you want. You used to have a little more leeway. They've really nailed it down specifically on what you can and can't because we were just spending a lot of time with coaches having officials huddle at the other side and challenge anything. Hey, it's an important goal. Challenge it. And it's like, well, you only get one now, and here's the, the small list of things you can challenge. There was somebody in the front row uh, with their butt hanging out, and we were very distracted. <laughs> That's not a uh, challenge. Laser pointer. Laser pointer in Vasilevsky's eyes. I got to challenge it. And Vasilevsky was good. He held his team in. He's fighting. He was unreal to start overtime, wasn't he? Yeah. So there you go. Stanley Cup final. Let's go seven. Oh, boy. That feels like a tall ask, and I absolutely would be thrilled to yeah, see it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Tampa. I mean, we all picked seven, not because we necessarily thought it was going to be a long series, but like, if if this is, is going to be a classic, let's make it like the Odyssey. Let's make this thing an epic. I'll be available tomorrow. So will I. Are you here tomorrow? I'm available tomorrow. And what day is that tomorrow? Tomorrow's, Tomorrow's Friday. Friday. Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. I think. But then. Good call. Then gone again. You know what's nice is I'm finally not the one getting ripped for having all that time off. How much does even work? How much time? Fat boy's never there. I don't get it. Mind you, I don't get. I don't see a lot of people uh, commenting on your time off. Eh, I think people enjoy me in smaller doses. Is that That's what it my is? Great challenge in life. 
People really enjoy me, and then it's like, okay, well, that's enough. I hit my quota. We'll see you in a week. Yeah, that's not a, at all where I was planning to go with it either. No, that's fine. That's not what I was trying to get to. It's a lot. So uh, did you have to fill up the uh, the bike before you pedaled in today, or oh, what was going on? We, we called the old ride share. I don't know what happened. I just woke up, and it was very, very light, and I thought, this is not a good scene. And well, then summer saw, now, the solstice. You have missed these three alarms. I'm like, oh, dear. What is going on? Volume down, or how's that going? Uh, I, don't, I, yeah. I never have the volume on, it just vibrates, and that's enough. I'm ready to go. But we had a family uh, dinner last night. The siblings took out uh, my wife and I because we'd just gone through an, an incident they wanted to celebrate. So away we go. Very nice. It was, uh, Where'd you go? We were in Inglewood in Nash. It was nice. Ah, I like that place. Yeah. Big helpings, man. Mm. Kind of sneaky out of the way if you're not paying close attention. Yeah, it's been around forever, but it's yeah. like it's a it's a staple, right? It's a place that's not like hot for six months and gone. That's one of the places. It's you good. know what they're good yeah. at there? Hard liquor. Yes, they do have a nice bar. They do have uh, yeah. a nice selection of the I hard liquor. Uh, Plomarita, which is basically just a margarita instead of lime. You go pineapple, or yeah. excuse me, not pineapple, grapefruit. Yeah, a ploma. So, uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Jays had the matinee yesterday. It was absolute bananas. They finally broke out of their uh, doldrums, and then it was like, ah, this is a laugher. You guys suck. And it's like, oh, crap, the bases are loaded again? I was like, wow, what's going on here? The, the tying run is at the plate? You were up 9-2. Get die. They, no mercy the, rule in this uh, in this league? The batting coach was ejected before oh, the game. So this is amazing. So we saw a lot of it on Twitter yesterday. Two nights ago, one of the worst umpired games I've ever seen in terms of just the strike zone just being like whatever. Like two, three, four, five inches off the plate called strikes a lot. Then it's not. Then it is. Then it's not. Hard to watch because you could just see hitters being like, I don't know. That's a ball, but he's been calling it a strike, but it's so far out, he shouldn't be calling it a strike, and then maybe he won't call it. Like, how do you play the sport when umpiring is that bad? So... The lineups are brought out to exchange from both dugouts, and the Blue Jays send the hitting coach, which is not a very normal move. Guillermo yeah. Martinez. Guillermo. And so Guillermo gets out there, and this is probably, hey, look, it's the four umpires. Hey, fellas, how are you doing? Would you mind having a better day than you did last night, you hacks? You're out of here! Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking in my head, so how is this conversation going? Hey, gentlemen, how are you, how are you doing? Because there's a handshake yeah, yeah. at oh, first. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, and yeah, then it's like, yeah. well, hey now. They all turn their heads, and it's a different guy than the one Thank that... Thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Hit the showers. Yeah, yeah it doesn't even pitch yet. So stripling today? Yeah, yeah. I think he's, uh, I think he's, I think he's ready. He's look good. Yeah. You fellas uh, yeah, have time yeah. for dinner. I know that one at least. Not. Yeah, you do. Okay, good. Yeah, get yeah. some sleep. Good. Okay, and uh, about that strike zone. So- Sing out of here. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Good game, everybody. Yeah, especially you because you were bleep yesterday. <laughs> have a good game today because you owe us about a thousand. He gone. <laughs> There's all these uh, different, I guess, ratings of. Umpires now that are publicly put out there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, this is the strike zone, and here are the worst calls, and this is how many, what percent he got right, and this is the normal percent, and here's the grade, and here's how many runs that the officiating swung the game one way or the other. Two and a half runs towards Chicago the other night. Is that all, hey? And the Jays lost by one. Yeah. it's They uh, were hot. They were hot. Aside from the umpires who will be out of gigs, is there anybody who's not ready 
to move on at the very least. I feel like five Try years it. ago I was fighting an uphill battle that I never went. It was like running into the wind, but everyone's on side now because you start watching the game with the strike zone on the screen and you're like, yeah, these guys aren't good and these are the best we have. We can do way better than this. And like, we don't want to lose umpires and managers you know, spitting in each other's faces and guys getting tossed, but you can do that at plays on the plate or you can, you know, did he come around? Is it a swing? Did he break his wrist? Like there's still lots of judgment. Cause we're not saying get rid of these fools. We're just saying, let's do something better with the strike zone. Cause you still need a guy out there anyway, right? Yes. And it could buzz in his pocket and for, he can call it a strike and a ball for plays at the plate. You need a guy there. You could even have a buffer Foul zone fair, where right? within an inch of each side of the strike zone, the border, the whole way around the square, that could be a judgment call zone where it doesn't buzz one way or the other, whereas two buzzes is an automatic strike or one buzz is that's a ball. If you want some judgment, that can be there because there is sort of this, you know, part of the game where it's like, well, you know, each umpire has his own strike zone. You got to react to whether that's being called. Like you, you don't, if people are afraid to make it too perfect or robotic and you lose some of the romance of the game, you can do that too. You just can't have stuff four inches off the plate being called a strike. It's ridiculous. Hacks. And they're the best we have. That's the scary part. So would Guillermo still come out to to argue the the buzz, the robo call? I think that's BS. No, then he gets- that's the thing. So so what we're trading is accuracy for less of the managers and the dugouts chirping the umpire. Oh, I miss that though. See, this is the problem, and that's why we need to keep them for. Yeah. Did he that, did he swing? Was he, did he check? What's the plate? The plate there? Like you can still leave lots there. Because I do love it. Yeah. Watching a manager get tossed is yeah, one of the it's one of the finest things in sport. And and sometimes the manager's like trying to he's already like, We're cooked here. I gotta do something for the boys. <laughs> so I'll get out there and try to escalate it, try to escalate it. But once you get tossed, now you've got license to do whatever you want. Yeah. So which is better when, when the manager gets tossed from the dugout and then comes out with his hair he's on fire? Rock, yeah. Or when the guy comes out. And it's the and then, slow like boil? you say, it's the hmm. Don't do it. No, no, no. Don't, don't you dare. Don't go there. I'm going there. You're out of here. <laughs> we do need to find out what Guillermo said. I mean, would love to know. The spirit of the conversation is probably very obvious, but yeah. I wouldn't. I, the wording would have, if they sent Guillermo out there, he's got it loaded in the holster. Like he, he's hook, line, and sinker in these guys. <laughs> So do you think he's in the, they're back in the clubhouse? He's like, you know what? Let me go. I'm going to take this one. We don't need, don't send Pete Walker. Don't send, no Chuck. I, send me. I'm going to go. No, Guillermo, what are you going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I got planned. What do you think? Uh, so like, gonna, no, then I'm going to gonna say, and then I'm going to tell him. It's a perfect guy to send. Yeah. Like what kind of tactical adjustments is the hitting coach making in game? Nothing. Like the pitching coach has a job to do. Manager's got to be paying attention. Bench coach, I got to yeah. run some other stuff. Hitting coach is, no, I've been working with the guys before the game at BP. Perfect guy to unload on that crew. And what do they have? 13 hits? Boy stood up. Work's, work's been yep. done. It's all good. <laughs> so great. Give him a raise. Uh, they do hang on to win. Off today into Milwaukee for a set against the Brewers tomorrow. Stanley Cup final continues tomorrow. Today, good show for you. We'll talk some NFL with our insider, Jason Lackenfora. A uh, number of things going on, and we're getting obviously another day closer to getting after it, but tragedy striking twice for the Baltimore Ravens yesterday as uh, Jalen Ferguson and former Raven Tony Saragusa both passing away. 
And, of course, uh, JLC is in the Baltimore area. Get his thoughts. Uh, obviously, terrible news there. But Deshaun Watson, that's heating up. There's, just We're getting close to it. We can talk some football here with yeah. our football insider. Like Gronk uh, may retire and unretire yeah. again. Is Baker Mayfield? What are we? Where are we going? Seattle, huh? What's happening? You go from Russell Wilson to who now? Yeah, hmm. it's no good. So we'll talk to JLC and as well our two Dan Murphy, our buddy from Vancouver with Sportsnet. The Canucks add a player, want to keep a player because Menkov going to lose. Yeah. What are they going to? So we'll we'll talk a little bit about. What the uh, what the Canucks are up to? Brock Besser, I guess, at the top of that list in a way because he needs, as an RFA, needs to get a deal done, and I think they like being in the Brock Besser business. But to what end? To what degree? Because the salary cap has not been their friend for the last few seasons. Yeah, Besser's had some pretty dominant seasons, and I don't know necessarily that last year was one of them it looked felt like this guy was going to be a 40 goal guy his second year in the league he has 29 goals and missed 20 games you're like great shot could finish and then it's like 23 last year hey you had just as many in the lockout or the uh, pandemic shortened 56 game season hmm not now bad there, but there, i mean yeah, there was i'd some... like to say 30 goal guy not 20 goal guy if i was talking about Brock Besser i feel like he wants to get paid like 30 flirt with 40 goal guy not 20 goal guy Brock Besser yeah was making five eight seven five a year, so a, a shade under six. Did have some off ice stuff, some family. Uh, I believe his father passed away. Yeah, some stuff there with his father. So maybe he's poised to have a, a huge bounce back because, like you say, he looked like wasn't maybe, dominant peak Brock Besser last season. Fair to say that and more, and, all, and just good catching up with Murph, who will be uh, taking a break with between uh, sets. Yeah, I don't know if he's pre-gym or post or if it's just he's doing two-a-days like it's NFL training camp right now, but yeah. he'll be in a schmedium and jacked. <laughs> Pinder Report next, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Boomer in the Morning is on right now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, Calgary. Well, they'll be ramping up for this one. It might be the best one ever there on Friday night. They're into it. Of course, yes. Sorry, distracted. It is quite a, a thing they have there, because they they do songs in lots of places. But this song there is the best. Where do they do? Uh, I won't back down, Tom Petty. Isn't that uh, Florida Gators? Yes. Yeah, they do it at oh, uh, wow. the fourth quarter for Gator games. And awesome. That one's that one's probably my favorite, just because wow, there's so many people. They use Alabama at Bama games, obviously. They do, yeah. uh, which one is it? Uh, probably Sweet Home Alabama. Well, no, no, it was something by Alabama. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then LSU uses Sweet Home Louisiana night. Oh yeah, that's, that's, I don't think that's right, but no. I got. <laughs> oh, we tried. Uh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> Kevin Woodley coming up later in uh, with Sportsnet today. Goalie guru. Last night, Darcy Kemper became the first goalie ever to assist on an overtime goal in a Stanley Cup final. Put him in the hall. And they weren't going to start him. But um, was it a good goal? Well, here's the thing. He was onside. No, he was onside. Yeah. 
he, he was not in the trapezoid. No. He, he played mean, the puck from an area good. that was fine. Yeah, and to be good. fair, he created all the chaos by quick up. That's right. So it's his fault. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Uh, so Woodley coming up a little bit later on the show. As mentioned, Dan Murphy, Jason Lackenford coming up. Pender Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all your competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street Southeast. All right, boys. No messing around. Game four last night in Tampa. A big one. It would be 3-1 for the Avs heading home or deadlocked at two with the best of three remaining for sports greatest trophy. Nazem Kadri returned. Darcy Kemper was in net. No Andre Burakovsky because he was still in Denver. That made it a little more obvious on that one. Meanwhile, no point for the Bolts and Cooch did play uh, after leaving late laboring in game three in the uh, Tampa route. Hey, Dean, do you like quick starts for the home team? Hey, go. Had a great chance on a follow-up. Now a blast by Chernak. Rebound goal! Anthony Sorelli as the mask came off of Darcy Kemper. Just 36 seconds in. one nothing, Tampa Bay. All right, I hope you said yes. I was gonna. Uh, I'll take uh, quick goals for two hundred, Alex. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, thirty-six seconds. Sorelli from Chernak. One uh, nothing was your score through twenty minutes, and Tampa maybe the best period of the series, Dean. I mean, it was a is a blowout in game three. So, but owned the puck. Yeah, they were ready. It was shots were ten. Well, it was six nothing, seven nothing, ten one. They were all over the Avs, and. Uh, part of what John Cooper was actually asked. He never really answered, but he was asked, was there part of it only coming out with one goal in that first period? You know, that's kind of lost in the in the shuffle now. Could have got more done there for sure. Certainly you feel like you maybe could have had another one or two. Off to the second. Avs down by one, but not for too long. McKinnon breaks loose inside the circle. Near side, Rantanen out in front. It's in the score! Oh, captain, my captain! Landeskog standing on the doorstep. It rattled in! And this actually might be Nathan McKinnon's goal. It was indeed Nathan McKinnon's goal, although I don't even know he knew it at the time. Off the back of his skate, spinning around in front, and in. Ranting into Makar, draw the assist. 1-1 until the midpoint of the game. Here's Hedman. Chernak still not on the bench. They're playing with five defenses. Spencer Hedman scores with the backhand. And Tampa Bay has the crowd back into it now. So, you know, whose call is that? That's uh, ESPN's uh, Sean McDonough. There you go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, 2-1 Tampa. Off to the third we go. Can the Bolts hang on? They need one period of legit hockey to send this thing square back to Denver. Byram over for Helm. Holding. Tipped in front. Save it. Vasilevsky. Rebound. Score! It's a Sturm warning here in Tampa. Nico Sturm. <laughs> Sturm warning. I was really yeah. hoping we'd have one for Cogliano, who got credited with the goal, as you said, off his pantalon. Pantalon bleu. And uh, that pantalon bleu, the first five-on-five goal that Tampa's allowed at home since the Leafs in round one. What was that, like April 20-something? It's a long time ago. Game Kidman? six. No, May, May, May... 10? It was a while ago. 
Okay, overtime. Fine, we'll do it. We love overtime in the playoffs. What are we talking about? Let's go to period four. Lekkonen just off the bench. Quickly ahead. Now some Kadri inside the circle. Kadri! Where's the puck? How did that not go in? It did. It did go in. It did? It did. We it did! That. He scores! Nazem Kadri! Yeah. The Kadri man can! <laughs> I didn't see it, but they did! Eventually they did. But hang on, Dean. Because yes, the puck was in. And yes, everyone was on side. But no... There was not a clean line change for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nazem Kadri, who came onto the ice to score the goal, was coming on for Nathan McKinnon, who, long after stepping onto the ice, by the time Kadri had put the puck in the net, McKinnon still hadn't got off the ice. When did this change start? How far away from the bench was Nathan McKinnon at the time that Nazem Kadri decided, I'm breaking out of this stable. It's time to run. Right, Trevor. Too many. Too many. Too many. Ah, that's what they're yelling. The video code. Too many men. Now the problem with too many men is it's not a reviewable thing. You can't oh, just no. say, "Hey, zebras, you got this wrong, donkeys." Why don't you huddle up there and write a wrong? Well, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. This is a judgment call. Fans are heading for the exits. The abs are piled up, cheering. We're we're one win away, boys. Let's get on that plane. Get back up to the Mile High City. Let's get out of here. Let's go get high as right. kites yeah. in Denver yeah. after we win this thing. Hey, who's gonna get, make the stupidest speech at the parade? Let's go. We have one more, one win to go. Toothpaste out of the container, Dean. What do you call that thing? The tube. That's right. It's not a box. <laughs> it's not a receptacle. That's right. It's not a case. The ketchup, toothpaste out of the, the tube. Ketchup is out of the tube. Crazy. Uh, here's John Cooper postgame on the controversy. This one's going to sting m- much more than others just because I think it was taken on. It was potential. I don't know. I, it's hard for me. This is going to be hard for me to speak. I'm going to have to speak. I'll speak with you tomorrow. It's You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal. That's right. And I, my heart breaks for the players because we probably still should be playing. See you tomorrow. Still should uh, be playing. Still should be playing. Yeah. Unless those cheating and avalanche. Found another way. What? Not? Do you need seven players on the ice this time? How many do you need on the ice to beat us? Too many. No, uh, Oilers fans on social media. I was saying, see, the league just wants the abs to win. How it is? Yeah, that's right. That's why you've got swept. Yeah, it yeah. All makes sense now. All right. So game five will go. Oh, hang on. First, uh, Bednar did talk about the performance. They they trailed twice in this thing. So pretty impressive. Mm, uh, I thought he did. Asked about his goalie. I thought he did a great job for us tonight. I mean, that, that was a hard-fought hockey game. Um, lots of talk about Vasilevsky, rightly so. But Kemp's was equally as good tonight, in my opinion. Kemp's. Yeah, he was. There you go. Especially early, as you noted. Busy in the first. They're a one away for the first cup for the Avs since their GM was a star in the league. The first cup, potentially, of the uh, Nathan McKinnon era. This is going to be a wound-up building tomorrow night. Ball Arena. Denver's going to have that watch party. There'll be a thousand million people there, Dean. It's great. I. It's great because I don't have... A, it's kind of nice to not care who wins. 
You just want good hockey, and that's what this has been. There, yeah. there have been blowouts, but it's been impressive to watch the teams that have done the blowing out. But two, two of the other two have gone to overtime, and it's been physical. It's been close. Skill everywhere. Big saves. It's been di- hard to believe it's only four games in, really, for all that we've seen and everything that's taken place. And if they could get it back to Amelie Arena, we got a seriously like storybook, not storybook, but like one for the ages. It's, it's already been, as you, as you noted, enough drama for a full series. We've only played four. It may end in five, but if it goes beyond five, this is one of the classics we won't forget ever. Unless you get hit really hard in the head with a shovel or something. All right. I have this one coworker that does that. Short term memory loss, a thing. We'll see what the long term is. Yeah. Uh, other NHL news Pierre Luc Dubois tells the Jets he's going to plan on testing free agency. In the summer of 2024, leaving Winnipeg two seasons of team control. Train me right now. I mean, that's really the message here, isn't it? He's not asking out, but he's saying, well, just before we get too into these contract negotiations, I don't envision myself here beyond, you know, the next two seasons, which are the two seasons I can go get an arb if I need them. You know what, though? Very nice of him to give 700 days notice. That right? is a lot of notice. It's a lot of notice. You're, like, you're not walking in there and it's like, well, what's? where's your contract? I, would, I We need more time than this. So we got to replace you. Like, Duma, if you wanted to get the heave-ho out of here yourself, like, how much notice would you have to give? Like, a couple weeks? Yeah, uh, probably a week. Yeah. yeah. GVP, you could leave the walk of the door right now, couldn't you? Like you just I'm out of here, Get boys. Out of here. Bleep this. Yeah, you could just leave. You guys are stinky, you're losers. I'm way smarter than you all. I'm out of here. I'm starting my own radio station. Oh, old he PLD. PLD's to- giving him seven hundred days. <laughs> that's that's, that's unbelievable. Kind. Yeah. Some will say it's selfish and that he's only thinking of itself. He doesn't want to be in Winnipeg, but it's I all mean the he's being honest. Uh, yeah, like what? There's there's thirty two markets in the league and he spent his entire career in what? Columbus and Winnipeg? So, Poor guy just wants to go out and yeah. meet some interesting people at Big Stop cities. the hammering! Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no. Maybe if they build an airport, that leads to Stop travel. Stop the hammering! Can, can you get an airport built in two Come months? Come on, Are you gonna you gonna stand for that? Stop the hammering! Pinder rip, ripping hey. your town? Don't, don't you talk about Now, speaking of guys trying to get out of spots, um, another former Jet. Oh, he got him. He got him. He's going somewhere nice. He's happy! He, this, this is what PLD wants. Paul Maurice! Off. Here's to the Sunshine State. To Sunshine. Oh. Sunrise, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. You were thought it was coming that time. I just was, uh, yeah. cringe every time every I do Every time that. we play that clip, just I one more cringe. time. I want to see him cringe. What's again. the. Here's to the Sunshine State. Right. It's what comes here's next. To all that yeah, here's to all that fresh squeezed orange juice. That's glorious. What, yeah. 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 <laughs> You're in FLA. Yeah, a lot of sun. All that gorgeous. <laughs> In FLA. Ordinarily, when we ble- when we bleep stuff out, I like to leave a little bit on the on the front and back end. The whole extra bleep. There, Everything please. needs to go. Can I get a double bleep? We need double bleep yeah. that, please. <laughs> that gorgeous. <laughs> okay, we get. It. Um, that was his in car. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> that beeps no good. The. The uh, worst award in hockey. We've uh, found our finalists for the GM of the year and Stenardine. <laughs> it's three of the GMs of the final four teams. Again. Oh, is that right? Wow. It's just huh. the heaters these GMs get on so to not, build these votes up. Not Chuck Fletcher? I want to see these dusters vote on at the end of the year. And none of this, well, I guess we'll pick three of the four finalists. 
Get out of here. Anyway, it's uh, Breezeball, Drury, and Sackick, who've all done good jobs. I'm not crapping on them. It's just... Would you have picked... It, maybe it should Would be, you have picked uh, Breezeball when they finished third after the regular season? I'd like to see the voting then. It should be maybe old... Uh, Billy Armdog down in Arizona. Look at all the picks that he's got. Look at all the picks. Yeah. I got seven picks in the first two rounds. Who's better than me? Who's got more picks huh? than him? Huh? Arizona's like, my war room is half the building at the Bell Center. We have half the picks of the whole draft. I'm buying new shoes. We're running the, out of jerseys. For all the walking I'm going to be That's doing. That's right. To the podium in Montreal, huh? <laughs> I don't think he's going to win that one either. Uh, Major League Baseball, let's go there. The Jays wrapping a three-game set in Chicago with a matinee. Oh, it's good stuff. Matinee in Chicago. Get a dog, get a beer going. It's sure. hot and hot there. They're looking to avoid the brooms. Oh, no. A couple of uh, heartbreaking one-run losses dealt to the Jays via the White Sox. But the bats finally came to life yesterday, Dane. 3-0. Swing a high fly ball out to left center field. Does it have enough carry? It sure does. Alejandro Kirk has homered again. Back-to-back games for Alejandro Kirk. Print the tickets now. You're going to Los Angeles. You'll be an all-star with the Blue Jays. Ooh. Print the tickets. And the 2-0. The Shet drives it out to deep left field. Pollock looks up at the wall. It's gone! The second career grand slam for Bo Bichette is an absolute no-doubter. 7-0 Toronto. Can he print his tickets as well? Hernandez mm-hmm. drills it. Deep left field, and you can forget it. That ball's going to go a country mile. Teoscar Hernandez with number 7. 9-1 Toronto in the seventh inning. Country mile. Very difficult to measure country miles in Chicago. Very dense city, mm-hmm. lots of buildings. Yeah, Can't yeah. see that far. Is that like the Imperial system? Like his metric? You had Imperial cheese? Do they use... Uh, very rich. It is very, yeah. Creamy? Ooh, yeah. Salty? You know you're in it. You're in flavor country. Yeah. Uh, a country mile of flavor, Yeah, they'd say. Delicious. Yum. That on a cracker? Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Jay's going to run away with this one, right? Like they're up 1000 nothing or whatever? Hang on. Adam Simber, who was incredibly efficient just a day prior, he got himself into a serious pickle, dude. Yeah, boy, Adam. Oh, boy. Let th- three runs and just a single hit. Uh, single out, excuse me. Well, you one out and you traded that for three runs. It's a horrible trade. You have the receipt. You want to take that back? Yeah, that's not... And then uh, left with the bases loaded so someone else had to deal with his shirt. Hey. Third of an inning. Four hits, three runs. That's not... you're got- No! Old Chuck Montoyo's not getting his money's worth there. No! Can I get a refund, please, on this pitching performance? Was it not just 9-1? He, he, look, he, and Romano did it the night before. A little bit of nerves here. Bases loaded, down four. Tying run at the plate. They would get out of the jam. Ross Stripling was great. Six innings pitch. They let him go third time through the lineup, Dumont. Do you see that? Yeah. First time all year. Strip dog. Strip dog. Got, extended uh, every time he goes out there. 21 or 22 batter's face. That's an excellent night of work for the uh, swing man that's now looking like one of their best three starters. Wow. Been impressive stuff. Final 9-5. to five. Right into an off day. They're up in Milwaukee tomorrow. Starter Actually, set. it's pronounced Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. That's how I pronounced it. For the good land. It is the good land. Smart up. If you like cheese Alice. and beer and people that wear clothes with lots of X's. You realize that that's usually when you say it's, it's like, the good oh, land. oh what, what, what did you do there, Alice? It's kind of like you're using it in a derogatory fashion. No, it's Alice. Cooper. That's just his name. That's his name. Oh, yeah. 
Easy. Don't, don't get angry, Alice. Which is Algonquin for the good land. Right. My Algonquin's really fallen off. I haven't been to Milwaukee for right, yeah. years. Well, you're due. Milwaukee. It's be nice to get back there. That'd be a fun little run. Then they're home. Get this. Three games set with the Rays. Or excuse me, the Bo Sox. Yeah. Oof, Bo Sox on heater. Five game series with the Rays, including a doubleheader and Canada Day in there. Ooh. That's a lot of the AL East. Buckle up for some big, rowdy crowds of Toronto once they get home after this um, visit to the good land. Right. Yankees on a serious heater still. What the hell is going on with these Yankees? Are you seeing, like, Judge, they didn't want to pay this guy? I think he hit one out of the trough and it landed in the ocean yesterday. Let's listen. The one-two. High drive. Left field. A Rosarina just looks. Oh, what a shot by Judge. Take a look at this ball, slow motion. This is what you see Aaron Judge watching, wondering what's going to happen in this ball. This ball actually goes over the catwalk. I mean, absolutely demolished. Oof. It was a Judgey and Blast. It, indeed it was. It was two Judgey and Blast over the catwalk. It's a two-run home run for Aaron Judge. This is Judgment Day. <laughs> Absolutely demolished. 51-18 and 18 on the season. Their run differentials plus 145. This is Judgment Day. And a, a rough skid for them. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Jays are 12 games back and they hold the first wild card. A Judgey and Blast. Jays would be winning the AL Central. They're 12 back. Gardy goes Yardy. Uh, NFL News, apparently. Uh, oh, that Gary is scary. Sorry, I don't know why it's doing that. It doesn't play it's there anymore. It's just skipping. Gary's in Minnesota, reason. you hack. What? <laughs> Time to start the Gardy party. It's Glaber Day. I'm going to go sit outside for five. Last one. You want to have a smoke? Here comes the judge. All yours. <laughs> Baker Mayfield flirting with Seattle. Seattle flirting with Baker Mayfield. What's going on here? Well, we'll ask Jason Lackafore. He's going to join us. Yeah, it's called uh, five minutes time. It feels like, uh, you know, for a guy that's on payroll at one team that's been told not to come to camp, probably a good time to get him to a place where they would want him in a camp, given his salary, the position he plays, yeah. the needs of other teams. That make any sense? It doesn't feel like he's uh, the sexiest at the ball, does it? Not anymore. At times, there were he was his been that. Yes. We'll see. Wasn't he the one that he brought beer to Cleveland? They couldn't drink beer. They unlocked all the beer fridges. That's right. After the Ofer season, and now all of a sudden, it's got to be a better option than Drew Locke right now, huh? I mean, between the two of them, you might add up to what. Almost the starter. Hey, listen, Drew Locke's not to blame for being Drew Locke. It's the people who have Drew Locke there and nothing else. It's their fault. He's the best Drew Locke he can be. He's being Drew Locke. That's what he's doing. He's it's a full-time thing. Doesn't take it off. That's right. Uh, we're underway at the Travelers in uh, the PGA Tour, which still exists this morning. Gotta be kidding me. Well, <laughs> not much longer. The Travelers. Not gonna, not gonna be around here anymore. Here's a quick little look at the the old leaderboard. They're just out and underway. Cam Davis, Australia mate. He's three under through six. 
Jonas Blix, the Swede, two under uh, the front nine. Are you contractually obligated to, like, pump up every Aussie in all sports? Uh, oh, in, hey, look at until I'm left in an alley with no belongings by her, I, yes, indeed, will rep <laughs> Australia, mate. Double center line, no overtake me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so. And the Oak Tooks Dogs, I think they played a game last night. Just Google for the score. Big win. Giannis Big win over the Giants. That's right. Thank you, Dean. That's that's it. That's the Sanchino. Pinder Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast, JLC. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Hey, coming up, Sportsnet 960, the fan. What?